0: what's up you guys and welcome back i am angie and this is nia and welcome to black girl soft life podcast yes 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 if you are new here welcome we try to hone in on things that are going on in everyday life but kind of related to making sure that you're living a soft life as a black woman because sometimes you don't amen but That's always our goal, is to live a soft life. That should be everybody's goal. Absolutely, it should. It it should. I mean, I I agree. We just happen to be black, (laughs) y'all. So, let's start this off by some good news. Um, Navarra Hamlin is home from the hospital um after suffering a heart attack last week on the field and when i tell you that was so sad thank god i mean that yeah a miracle terrible um and i seen i can't remember what team it was but the team recently over the weekend mm-hmm. hit like got a i was gonna say a home run clearly jesus got a <laughs> <touchdown>. <laughs> And they like did like the CPR thing. But they said that they always do that. Yeah, but you know, sometimes but I think important. that. It was poor timing. Some like, people have to cool. be, you know, you got to be conscious of your timing mm-hmm. and things that are going around you and how things might be perceived because I feel like it was like it was very distasteful. Because I feel like that's, you know, you already got so much going on with football players and. The after effects they can have after playing football for so many years, and the shit going on with their head for something like that to happen to somebody so young. I think that you know their their PR team should have caught that. Like I know that you guys, work. I know that you guys usually do the CPR move. Let's let's, let's not, do something let's not different. Do it. Let's not do it. Let's not do it the rest of the season. Yes. So I think you know what I'm saying, and of course you know everybody of course it always has to be about race like if it was a white man i just think like it don't matter what color he was it was just just taste just tasteful because you know that was something traumatic that just happened yeah because they're still doing like tributes um for him, and what I do like is that you know, even though he is you know alive and well, they're still incorporating it, you know, yes. in their games, especially like for the number three, which is his number. Um, I did see that they had Russell Wilson, um, and they came was together in the field and kind of like had a moment of silence for him because it could have been any football player, could have been anybody, and it's just it was very tragic. So that is really good news. So I'm just happy that he's home. So you know, to start the week off right. I agree. Welcome home, baby. <laughs> um. In other news, um. Tory Lanez is you know he's he's getting ready for his appeal. Okay, he said he is not taking the bullshit. He's not going down, and he hired Suge Knight's attorney. I feel like <laughs> that's like announcing you you hire Johnny Cochran. Like bitch, just oh stop playing with me. <laughs> so clearly, we see who's ready to get out of the mix and get out of trouble and. Just, you know, start something new for himself. So I hope it, I mean, I hope it goes the way it's supposed to. It's intended to. Mm. Yeah, no comment. Like <laughs> I said, I hope it goes the way it's intended to. And I feel like everybody got a right to fight for, you know, their selves. So okay. I agree. The only thing that I can say about the Tory Lay trial is like, I, I think our justice system is, is, is really weird because I mean for me even if like no matter what I feel like you should have like evidence right like fingerprints all of these different boom 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 like okay cool like this is what we can conv- convicted you of I feel like a lot of more lots a lot of more evidence was released after the trial like the whole conversation him and her best friend had Kelsey, was really um, so, you know, I, I was kind of shocked that he's, you know, doing the appealist because cause it's like, well, it's all this other damaging stuff that came out, bro. And it's like, but like I said, if you got the money to fight for yourself, like a lot of young black men do not have, fight for yourself. Shit, get Shit. You, if you can get yourself out of trouble, maybe it's, it's karma for somebody that can't, that really didn't do anything, you, you know? know, who knows? <laughs> news for me and I just feel like me and my mama was just talking about him like I was just setting up me and his life cause I was like you know he old it's not he settled down, but Shamarboard Bork got a girl and having a baby I was so heartbroken today like what the fuck is Where going on <laughs> that was supposed to be my old man listen <laughs> he is fine Shamar Bork been fine been fine okay big fine mm-hmm. but congratulations to him I think he's like in his 50s mm-hmm. so yeah, look at He don't look it, but I mean, hey, how do you think, I wonder how old the girl is. She can't be 50 having no baby. Why not? I hope not. That's like a, what is it called, a geriatric pregnancy? It's geriatric after 30. Damn, I'm going to have a geriatric pregnancy. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. I'm sorry that this was new information to you. But you are heriatric like, oh, after 30. I thought it was 35. I don't think she knows what she's talking about. We're going to Google that. that. We're going to put a pin in that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so something interesting that I um, bumped into, and I think you can shed a little more light on that because I feel like through your job experience, you've made like a lot of more friends than I have through mm-hmm. my job experience. So, Tabitha, what's her last name? Brown, the Target Black Mm -hmm. Lady, as I call her. Um, (laughs) She just came out with a new line at Target, you guys. Target Black Lady. And I definitely wanted to go check it out, but why they ain't have no more stuff left, y'all? Because she is, I'm telling you, whenever you bring her up, I'll be like, oh, the Black Lady at Target? Like, that's her store now. (laughs) I see you, Tabitha, girl. But no, she had, like, was tweeting about how, like, some people get offended when their co-workers do things that don't seem like they're their real friends. But at the end of the day, co-workers aren't, like, your real friends anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, you should never look at, at a co-worker as a real friend. Yes and no. <laughs> um, I feel like, yes, it's some um, truth to what she said because I feel like, especially when you are both at a job and um you you guys do develop a friendship it's kind of like sometimes that friendship is going to be tested in a way um you know that might not benefit you both because you both are at this job and it's like of course yeah you want to be loyal to your friend but you also have to be loyal to your employer because that's how you pay your bills so then, it might be come a time where you may have to throw somebody under the bus not intentionally um <laughs> but you know you kind of have to Weigh out the pros and cons of some situations a it, little bit. It kind of brings to mind like the whole concept of like you shouldn't do business with your friends or family mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I feel like I've always tried to keep work <laughs> and friendships apart. I think the only time I kind of really formed like some friendships was when I was working at Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, I was young. This was kind of like a I was sitting in the car with somebody for six hours, while like, you had, all you could do is talk. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We were doing fun things together and experiencing things together. So I think that, you know, and I came out of there with some great friends. But like after that, I just felt like I kind of matured and it was like, I can't really be telling all my business at work. And I can't oh, really, be, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't really be indulging in this person the way I want to if they were like my friend because I don't want people to know my business at work. I, I can agree with that um to a certain extent, because I know that, you know, I have, especially my, like you said, in your younger days, I, I yes. do have a close, really close friends um from my jobs, you know, previously, like one of my very best friends is from, you know, work and then I do have, you know, relationships that I developed. Um, as I got older with people that I still talk to as well. So but I don't work for that company if that makes any sense. Yes. So like I feel like our relationships gotten better because I don't work for that company anymore. Because you are allowed to be a little more Cause open. I'm alive, yeah, and I, I I do think that. So I can agree. Yeah, like I said, yes and no. But I think that like like we were saying I think that you can find some very meaningful relationships in the the job. and sometimes like you said, they become a little more meaningful. After you or that person doesn't work at that place anymore, so don't let type thing get y'all down. You can make <laughs> friends at work. You can, you can. <laughs> uh, like I said, you just have to, you know, tread lightly, like you do anything else, like you do relationships and friendships, you know, in your world. You have to. <laughs> Like a lot of people don't, and you gotta use your gut feeling. Like, sometimes you have to be like, okay, maybe this is not something I or should not be sharing. Use your common sense. I, I common just feel sense like is not that common anymore. I feel like that's just like you going to work and you telling somebody, like, oh, yeah, I do math on the wiki, like i don't think you're telling i hope you wouldn't tell your co-worker that. exactly i don't think you're telling your co-work you know what i'm saying even if they are your friend yes. i don't think you're sharing that information because for sure it's things that i tell my co-workers now and it's so weird because i've transitioned into the part of corporate america where it's like i'm one of the only girls in the room mm-hmm. and i do i it's, it's very sad but i do feel like i get along with being a lot better than i get along with girls mm-hmm. So these are, like, people I'd be like, ooh, I would take these people with me, you know, like, if I left here, I would take these people with me outside the job, but then it, but then I'd be like, ooh, but I wonder, because everybody's married around me at, at work, so I just be like, I wonder how their wives feel about it, because I'll never forget, like, this one guy was a white guy, too, very cool with him, and i never forget, he was talking to his wife, and he was like, yeah, some such Tania, she was like, who the fuck is Tania? <laughs> and I, and I get it, like, and I get it, so it's like. I feel like I'm in a weird space now with with coworker friendships. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'll let y'all know. I haven't gotten any trouble I've with like that. I'm always being like really like close with. If I did have like a male, um, you know, coworker, we yeah. were super cool. Like I've always been really cool with their wives as well. See, I <laughs> I feel like the things we do, they don't bring their wives around. Like they don't bring their wives to like the the company. I put team buildings and shit that they don't bring yeah. up because like I remember one guy was telling me like yeah we'll, she has my location and she'll ask me why I've been in the store for an hour and I just feel like well I hope I'm not never that wife. <laughs> like I don't have shit else to do about watching your fucking location <laughs> and I feel like this is like I said these are conversations that they have in these settings so I feel like that's not that's why they don't bring them around and it's yeah. not it's unusual for them to hear that there's a, another woman in these it's usually all guys okay so I like I said I feel like it's like I'm in a weird space now but we'll see we'll see maybe I'll be getting a a promotion or something soon. <laughs> <laughs> so your girl Akbar, listen I. It's contrary to, I mean, <laughs> popular belief. I really kind of like a bar. I know you do. <laughs> I like her only because, like, she just, she just one of those people that is just so real. Like, she not, no matter what level of life she gets at, she's going to be the same girl yeah. from Atlanta. Like, she is. <laughs> she, she definitely she is. Atlanta she Atlanta all day. <laughs> she goes, she exudes that hoodness, like, but, I like you said, she just, she keeps it a buck. I just feel like a it, book. Was, okay. it was a buck. It was a... It was a a weird analogy. So, Akbar is doing this interview and she's talking about how God came to her in a dream and showed her her husband. Um, But currently, her husband is in a relationship. So, she said that, you know, she proceeded to have a conversation with her pastor. And her pastor said, if God said, that's your man, that's your man. So, do you go get your man? Because... According to Akbar, God does not, God honors marriages, not boyfriend, girlfriend. <sighs> Do you go get your man, sis? <laughs> I, I and you going to get your man? No, I feel like I respect people's relationships because I would want them to respect mine. Um, I think that's something that I stand on. That's my own personal belief. Um... So God yeah. sent it. Yeah, God God can tell you a lot. You know what I'm saying? God can really tell you a lot, but you God, God ain't gonna protect you when she, you know, his his girlfriend come and be sure. <laughs> he might. Look, there's nothing that my God can't do. <laughs> he might. I'm just saying. I like, don't think. I don't think that God is going to direct you to I put, put yourself like, in harm's way. Not even harm's way. I I am a big person on karma, and I'm a big person on the saying, "How you got them is how you gonna lose them." Not only that, but I feel like, like I just said, like I wouldn't want. I I, I always want to treat people, even if I don't know you. I'm always wanted to respect your situation because that could have been the rose reversed and you trying, God told you to come get my bed. <laughs> I don't think, I, I, I really don't think God is going to tell anybody to go get, get anybody's bed. I don't think, like, I, don't, I don't either. I don't I, think. I, I, <laughs> I don't think that that was a message that maybe she got from God. Maybe she had a dream about this man that she thinks is attractive, and she's taking it the wrong way. But I don't think God is gonna guide anybody to go take anybody's man. I don't think God is a female. or show some type of disrespect in somebody's relationship, or or be a I, God is not gonna promote you to be a side chick or the next <laughs> thing it, like. I, <laughs> is wrong with you. And like I said, I'm big on the how you got him is how you gonna lose him or, you know what I'm saying, that karma is going to show up again, even if, okay, maybe he do leave her and not he with you. You don't think that karma is going to circle back around you some way, somehow? That's how I look at situations. That's why I'll never mess with no married man or mess with nobody that's in a relationship, knowingly. Now look, if it happened and I ain't know what my fault. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if it's on some being Mary Jane type shit, then by all means, like you didn't know. But, but knowingly I will not and like I said I'm not gonna say God directed me to sign Um yeah I, I think that was a stretch but y'all know I love her so yeah I, I do love you still I, but I I don't know about that one friend I don't know <laughs> I don't think God put her up to that uh, <laughs> and I hope she not messing with that lady man <laughs> but see, that's the one thing that I hate when people do like snippets. Because now I want to hear the whole thing as to what she thinks. She was talking, and it was so funny because the guy that was interviewing her brought up a point like, and you got a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you tell your daughter in this situation? She was like, I told her to keep praying. So that's my advice I'm going to give her to Akbar herself. I think that you're taking your dreams in the wrong context, and I feel like you need to keep praying, baby girl. Because that ain't, that ain't your husband. <laughs> maybe after he gets out the relationship. if the relationship Right. Has- or maybe the relationship is almost about to come to an end. It's so me. Like I said, I don't, I don't, I would hate to just take that little bit of context and just say like, oh, God told you, like, nah. So I'm not, I'm not even going to do you like that, Akbar. I'm Listen, not even going to do you like that. And her saying, I do, I do believe that God honors marriages because that's, you know, you have to, that's a sacred thing that you do. And you got married before God. Yes. Boyfriend and girlfriend, okay, maybe it's not nowhere in the Bible that he honors those type of relationships, but I feel like it's a, it's a human, human thing. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's, it's it's your, what is the shit called? It's like your ethics and your, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I feel like as humans, it's a, it's a common occurrence that you're supposed to respect and honor somebody's relationship. And of course, with the whole side chick and sneaky link shit, a lot of people don't do that anymore. No, and I think it's kind of like, like praise. Like yeah, oh, it's glorified. Like my sneaky link, and it's like, but I feel like with well, your sneaky link, that don't necessarily mean that they in a relationship. That just mean like you really kind of you know, somebody on the low. you messing with somebody on the low. You really don't want nobody to know. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's your. So they don't have somebody to. that's toxic, and you like sneaking with him because you know everybody. No, think that thing, yeah, like that's my definition of a sneaky link. Not. I'm cheating Oh, sneaky <laughs> I feel like a sneaky link could be either. Like you said, a, a sneaky link is a, You doing some sneaky shit. Exactly. And I just don't want to ever You be doing tied. something that somebody not, appro- like not going to approve of. That's what I feel Anybody, like. Anybody, yeah. Because, because if you got a sneak and do it, obviously you're scared or you don't want to hear somebody's mouth about what you're doing because you mm-hmm. know you're you either in the wrong or you're doing something you know you're not supposed to be doing. I agree. And I don't ever want to be tied in with no sneaky shit. I just feel like. I don't want no more sneaky links. I feel like I'm too old period don't sneaky link me i don't want to be nobody <laughs> to sneaky link and i don't want no sneaky link i'm re i'm ready for some real grown-up vibes so if you gonna step to me please come correct <laughs> that kind of ties into the clip about the young lady talking about humbling men and i feel like it made me so mad watching it because i feel like this is one of the issues that that we have so Another kind of interview going on, the girl was saying how she was doing an experiment mm-hmm. and her sole purpose of dating this guy was to break his heart because she wanted to humble him. She was like one of her favorite pastime things to do is to humble men. And I feel like people act out of occurrences that happen to them, mm-hmm. experiences. And it's like if your sole purpose is to go out and to hurt people because you you're categor, categorizing that as humbling them. It's like, you don't know how he's coming out of that situation and how he's going to look at women after that because of your experiment and what you feel like you need to do to to men out here. And I feel like that's why it, it pissed me off. It's like, we already got enough ancient niggas out here. <laughs> like, stop messing with people and breaking their hearts and changing their character. Intentionally. Because I feel like people, of course, like, you know, you go through situations and sometimes it may not end the best. But my thing is... Who are you to be the person that is going to humble? You know what I'm saying? Like who who made you, who appointed you to be that person? And I just think that maybe when she, I feel like she was young. I feel, like, yeah. I feel like she was young and I just feel like that's something that she's doing right now in this phase of her life. If she's cool with it, then by all means, I just don't think that's something that in my adult life I could do to people. Because again, I wouldn't want somebody to quote unquote say they're humbling me. Please, don't humble me. Look. I'm I'm humble enough. Okay. Um I've been through enough. Um, I'm okay. I I, I think, think I I'm am I, I think I'm good. I've got humbled a lot, okay. But I that's a terrible <laughs> thing to set out to sort out to do to somebody. Like yes. it just speaks volumes to what type of person you are. Or what you've been through because I feel like it's just trauma. I feel like it's a trauma response like you're trying to get somebody before they get you and yeah. it's like that's that's the main reason. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's I don't that's that's not cool. No, it, like I said, it was very it was very upsetting for me at least because I need to leave these y'all need to leave these men alone because they already broken. Listen, they already broken and need therapy. And And don't want to go, and don't want to go, and now you just (laughs) added to them needing more therapy because yo psychotic ass out here like yes, I can't wait. I can't wait to fuck him over. (laughs) Like what? Just giving sicko vibes. Like oh Oh, lord. But in other news, um, young Miami she pretty much was talking about her role on BMF because BMF is back on i still have Detroit stand up i don't know i love seeing things about Detroit on like the big screen of course because i don't know it just i feel like Detroit is just such a like low-key no i'm saying like you know it's really low-key right like you hear about Detroit but it's like you always hear bad i mean bad stuff about us or if you do it's like i don't know i just feel like For that to even come on the big screen, it's just, it's dope. It's super dope. And I will watch every single episode and I will advocate for it. I mean, I think that, (laughs) I don't think that BMF is probably the best representation if you're trying to to find something (laughs) less violent about Detroit, but... I do think that it, I feel shows, like it shows the history. Of it Detroit. shows the history. It shows uh different type of people that come out of Detroit. I mean, I don't think that Detroit has ever been low key, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we've been known for the the car industry. You know what I'm saying? We we led the country in the car industry. We were known for Motown. It's just like now it's showing how like everybody else is supposed to be so big on organized crime. It's like, no, nah, we got people from the hood that can do that too. Like <laughs> It ain't just in New York. And- it's not. No. Yeah, nah. It's like, no, that shit happened right here too. Like mm-hmm. some of the biggest and the baddest, like Absolutely. right from out of here. And I think that's why I love it so much. I do need to watch it though. But yes, Young Miami, I haven't been able to see her in it, but she she's in it. And what is she? She's playing somebody's wife. Mm-hmm. So the kind of, she kind of talked about how like, that's the polar opposite of who Young Miami is. Like Young Miami don't want to be a wife. And I feel like I hear that a lot more and more these days women saying that they just don't you know like I don't even want to be a wife um and I feel like I, I sometimes I was trickling into that like I don't think I want to be married like I just don't think marriage is for me but I still think I want to be married I thought that when I was younger I know for a fact I was like uh marriage yuck like I I for <laughs> sure it was like that when i when I was younger, absolutely. Like, And I feel like that's what I did in my 20s. In my 20s, I was like, don't want to get married. I didn't take any situation really seriously. In um, then, if I did take it seriously, it gave me a reason not to take it seriously. Yeah. So I was really like, I don't see myself being anybody's wife. But I feel like after I reached like 30, like 29, I was like, no, I do really want to be somebody's wife. And I do really want to have like a, a family person. and that person to really kind of you know, be the better half of me. So, I mean, everybody was just like, oh my God, like that is just like, that's her prerogative. If she doesn't feel like she, at this particular moment in her life, that she doesn't want to be somebody's wife, then I don't understand what's well, what. What's it to you. I feel like women have all these things on them that they're supposed to want and they're supposed to do. You're supposed to want children. You're supposed to want to be married and you're supposed to want to do it. It's like when somebody steps out of the norm of what they're supposed to want, People like go up in mayhem, and it's like you don't know what that girl been through. Or not only that, but I feel like transferring energy into like why is it that you know what I'm saying? Like it has to be transferred. Like oh, or if just she said, that? I don't want to. I'm not. Or everybody where she's else is gonna want to it. Like it, it would have been okay for a man being at the point where she's at in her career to be like, yeah, no, I'm not ready to take on a wife right now. Yeah. Versus her saying like. No, I don't want to be nobody's wife. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm living my life. I'm, I'm, I'm happy in the confusion that y'all think I'm in. Mean. I'm happy. Like, I'm content in this situation that I'm in right now. I'm good, and, and I'm just living a, my life. And marriage is a big thing, like you said. Marriage is is a very big thing, and if you wanted to work, it's even it's an even huger thing.
1: It's of, a job
0: of of, 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 jo- of being a job and transferring energy. Mm-hmm. That's like you have to. Like they always say, marriage is not 50-50 all the time. No, so Some days. That's relationships in general. In general. Some days I can only give you 20% because, again, the week has been kicking my motherfucking ass. And that's all I got left to give. And then you add kids and responsibilities into that. And it's a lot. And, and when it's you're like married, sometimes you really kind of need somebody to pick up that slack. Or even, not even that. You got to think about it. When you're married, y'all going through these issues now together. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying? If we're having monetary issues, we are having monetary issues. It's both of us. And you have to recognize, you know, how this person is dealing with it versus how you're dealing with it and how we can make sure that we're both not sinking into the darkness of these issues that we're having. So I can understand that want to take on that responsibility. Shit, I got my career to worry about. I got my kids to worry about. I got my own fucking happiness to worry about. I'm not ready to be nobody's wife. Well, and I think speaking of that, so Jenny and Georgia came on. Yes, it was good. And on Netflix. So if y'all have not watched it, please watch it. I feel like it's such a great show. Um, It has so many different dynamics where they talk about like relationships and parenting and co-parenting and, um, you know, self-harm. And all of these different topics that are very relevant especially in this day and age and they definitely talked about transferring energies in regards to you know even being with somebody as far as and they were young you know what i'm saying they were in high school but you know she was in a relationship and she was going through it like i mean going through it and he pretty much kind of took it all you know what i'm saying he took it all for her To make sure that she was okay, but then realized that after she was okay, he wasn't okay. Because he didn't took so much of her energy and so much of her baggage that it was really kind of like he didn't have nothing left for himself. So he was really kind of trying to push her away and push her away and push her away. And she just really kind of didn't understand why, you know? And then when she finally realized that she was like, no, like you're struggling now. Like, let me help you how you help me. Let me take on, you know, your energy. And I feel like that is something that is so rare. And, and, but that's a healthy relationship. Yes and no. Yes and no. I feel like, cause even, even towards the end, he was doing stuff because he knew it would make her happy. Mm -hmm. I'm here because I know it's going to make X, Y, and Z happy. I'm doing this because... X, Y, and Z asked me to do it. And I know this is something they want me to do. Mm-hmm. When in my mind, like me, me watching this show and me and me in, interpreting it, my mind was like, no, my baby, like if you didn't want to do this, it doesn't matter if it's making her happy or not. You have your, you got your shit going on now where you have to worry about yourself. And I feel like it kind of touched on a lot of what we were talking about, about people pleasing. I love you so much that despite that I want to be in my bed and I, myself. you know, or I need to go check in with my therapist or anything. I'm making sure you're good before I even make sure myself is good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like being young, it's like, y'all young. You shouldn't, you, and of course, this is, of course, it's, it's show. It's show and it's, <laughs> it's dramatized probably to the hundredth power, but I'm sure there are kids going through shit like mm-hmm. that. And I'm sure, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm sure they are There are people that, in their lives, that they are taking that shit on. And sometimes I, or like her one friend in the show that they were saying, like, like she didn't really care. She didn't see shit that was going on around her. Mm -hmm. Because she's built this, you know, bubble around her where it's about me, 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 and me, 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 and what I have going on. And I felt, sadly enough, that's kind of how the main character was portrayed in this show until somebody in his life told him, like, hey, no, like, he has this going on and this happens with him. So don't take it that way. Mm-hmm. So I feel, like you said, I, it, it's a good show um, to sit down and watch. I know my sister asked me she she watch it with my niece.
1: And I, I was uh, like,
0: eh, probably not. I was like, she's probably not old enough yet. Maybe an older child. I'm like, with see, and that was the thing because I was battling it with my daughter. Like, eh, you know, and mine is, you know, about to be a teenager and I'm still like, TV 14 still doesn't even seem right. That is T B fourteen, I feel like because 15, 16, because it's talking about things that of course, you know, your kids are going to like, you know, hear about. But as far as like us really sitting down and talking about it, I I don't know. It's just certain parts in there. I was like fast forward. You know what I'm saying? Or we yeah, it's it's sure. a it's a it's a sticky situation think it's a good show and i told her i was like you know maybe when she's older i do think that like maybe if, if your kid was older you know like 11th 12th grade older and you can because i think it is a good show that you could pause and y'all can have conversations about absolutely like, i would say i would say like ninth grade yeah i would say, I would like, say like ninth grade. High, school. Yeah, high, like, school high school for school. sure high school absolutely but <laughs> seventh eighth grade eh. I it's don't know, like right. I said, I don't know because I, I, I'm i not a parent, but I know that kids are moving at a way faster yes. rate nowadays than, I mean, shit, when I was growing up, it was kids moving at that rate, so <laughs> I'm not going to say in at a faster rate than we were, but you have to gauge where your child is at. Absolutely. And if your child is not, you know what I'm saying, in that type of realm, right, then of course not, but I do think that it's a great show to sit down with your kid about and talk to like hey have you ever thought about doing this or do you know of any of your friends that do mm-hmm. like this or how would you deal with this type of situation i think that it's a great show for that so but and it was a good show i mean the adults in there was going through some shit like oh but oh jenny that was so fine Ooh, that was <laughs> fine okay like wow he was nice looking he was he wasn't my type it was which, is, which is weird it was the but, vibes for me he was nice looking he exuded all of the vibes and like artists and just whew. yeah he was that but I do, and also the show kind of show how you know what i'm saying your support system comes from different places mm-hmm. um and like you said also like you got to keep certain energy away from you you have to you have to move in a certain way and you have to align your thoughts and think things through before you you jump on things and make rash decisions. Because it's, I feel like it shows that you, it's always, it's always another way to figure something out. Well then too, I feel like it kind of hit closer to home to me, especially when we were talking about like transfer energy, because I think the last situation that I was in, like I exuded and like sucked up so much negative energy from someone and I took it for so long that it was like when it was time for me to kind of like like I didn't have anything left and yeah. then it was like okay you don't have nothing left and bye you know what I'm saying <laughs> like oh you don't have nothing left like I I sucked the whole life out of you I'm gonna eat all right then you don't have nothing else for me yeah and I do definitely think that there are energy suckers out here in this world that you know encounter a person and they see like Oh, you're like this is a good person, and I'm not saying it's always intentional. No, I yeah, but I do feel like some people are are energy suckers at some points in their lives. It's mm-hmm. like I got all this traumatic shit going on, or it doesn't have to be traumatic. I got all this shit going on that's stressing me out, mm-hmm. and I know when I'm around this one person, I can get all this shit off my chest that's stressing me out. And then they're, then they're also going to transfer that good energy and those good vibes and shit they got going on around them to me, so that. When I leave this place, I feel a little more uplifted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like people hold on to people like that. <laughs> they and, do. And like I said, I just just literally got back like, what is it? My take on half? Gas <laughs> <laughs> was high, girl. You can't be doing that. <laughs> no, and then I, I think that the show also shows how like, people have internal battles that you you don't you never really know what's going on with a person. No, you don't. You never really know. And I feel like I've had this conversation with so many people. Like once a motherfucker once you at home by yourself or in your room and you've closed that door or your internet searches, nobody knows what the fuck is going on in somebody's head. Mm. No. Truly and unequivocally. Like nobody's gonna know unless mm-hmm. I tell you. And then I you still don't know if that person's giving you a hundred percent of the story. Right. And then like Kind of being around those people. I feel like sometimes when you're around a lot of, like you said, transferring energy, when you're around a lot of sadness or if you're around somebody and they constantly got some shit going on it's and then people around problem. them and then people around them always have some shit going on, mm-hmm. I feel like it naturally, like, disdains your boo. Mm-hmm. I've been on the phone with people sometimes and I just be like, here the fuck we go again. And it might not even be about them. It might be somebody else they've done brought up. And it's like, I'm tired of hearing about negativity this stupid ass shit yes. yeah I'm, I'm tired of hearing about like you ain't never happy like nothing at like nobody told you look nice like nobody gave you a compliment like nothing like it's just always like huh? Like, life just ugh. tearing you apart like life just sucks every day and it's like who wants to deal with that like even when you trying to find like happy solutions and like of course me i'm i'm a problem solver by nature so i'm always like oh well you know, oh, and it's like, no, no, no. And it's like, hey, like. <laughs> and I don't want to hold anything against anybody because maybe, you know, they're having a shitty, shitty period in their life. Because Absolutely. I'm sure I've had a couple shitty periods Me in my too. life where it's just been a down spiral for months. But it's also you. I take a look at how the person is handling it mm-hmm. and the energy and, and the energy that they're giving off, regardless of what they got going on, especially the energy they're giving to people that don't have shit to do with their issues. Mm hmm. And I, that's like a important thing that I, people need to start picking up on because you shouldn't be nobody's punching bag because you didn't have a bad day over there with your baby mama. But whatever. <laughs> no, we, yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna go in that way. Like just wow. Yikes. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. But or at work or with your friends. Or you lost somebody, you know, any anything. You should not be taking. Anything. You should not be taking things out on other people. And I think that's something that I am really trying to work on this year. I'm trying to not let one person affect my mood for everybody. Because again, you didn't do shit to me, so why am I? Why am I? Why I got a short patience and temper with, with you? you. Mm-hmm. And you haven't did shit to me. I agree. So that I'm working on that this year. You too, you guys. Hold me accountable. <laughs> No, but thank you guys for listening wait 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 before we stop have you been sticking to your goals this year absolutely so what are we we nine days in we are
1: we We are are holding tight
0: and i'm i'm solid all right we gonna check in with y'all myself and her next tuesday